0: So over the past number of months, of course, we've been following the COVID outbreaks at long-term care and continuing care facilities across the country here in Alberta, uh, right here in Edmonton, of course, as well. Most recently, there's been an outbreak at Edmonton's Good Samaritan Southgate Care Centre where uh, 15 people have now died. It was 12 yesterday. It's up to 15 today, five just this past weekend. Um, Obviously, it's had a huge impact uh, for many Edmonton families. families and that was front and center in a heartfelt letter to the editor in today's Edmonton Journal. In it, Liz Greenaway writes, quote, my mom has been a resident at Southgate Center for a number of years and my siblings and I have always been so happy with the care there. This past week, I saw the COVID crisis up close while visiting my mom in her last days. She died today after a long illness with dementia and a short battle with COVID. The staff this week were spares. I didn't see any Uh, I didn't see as many familiar faces. I saw people who had left other jobs with AHS to help out in the care center, and they were phenomenal. Liz Greenaway joins us this afternoon. Liz, first off, uh, welcome to the show, and I'm so sorry for your loss.
1: Thank you, Jalen, and thank you for having me.
0: Why did you feel the need to write this letter, Liz? Well, I
1: guess it was part of the goodbye. that in leaving my mom, I was leaving this center that uh, where I'd grown very fond of so many of the staff. Um, I'd seen nurses and personal support workers who just put so much into their jobs. And then to see the news last week that they'd been hit with COVID and see angry families, and I understand their anger, but, you know, pointing at the center and being angry, let's direct it to where it belongs. And I just wanted to say... The staff is wonderful, and that I thanked, you know, thank you for everything you've done. And my God, what I saw when they were, you know, I was only in there a few days, and I only had to wear the gown and the mask and the face shield for a few days. They do it for 12 hours a day for a lot longer, you know. So I guess that was it. I just wanted to. Um,
0: did you f- did you feel sh- that they were getting a? Yeah. Did you feel that they were getting a a bad rap, Liz? And it's not that I followed the news so closely in
1: the last um, week or so, I've been distracted, but I Obviously. think over the course of COVID across Canada, you've seen things in Ontario and Quebec and BC where the focus is on these centers and they're failing and let's call in the army because they can't cope. Well, they weren't set up to cope, you know? Like, so um, I was uh, a little bit taken aback by uh, public opinion, I guess.
0: Liz, you talk about uh, what you saw, and I, I'm curious to know over the past year, your, your mom had been in that facility over the past five years, over the past four months. I know the protocols, the COVID protocols that had been put in place, been very difficult on families, people not being able to visit, that sort of thing. Can you give us an idea, um, you know, what the process was like for you when, when you were able to spend some time with, with your mom? Um, well,
1: first of all, I was so thankful that the protocol got changed. Had this, had she gotten critically ill in March, I don't think I would have been able to to see her. Um, I, I've seen her; I had seen her once since February in an outdoor visit. Um, so I hadn't actually realized that it changed when they called me uh, last week. And I mean, the whole. <laughs> The whole center had changed there were you know there were checks where they got you dressed and ready and took your temperature and your signature and you swore that you hadn't been out of the country you know all the things they have to do um and then you go upstairs and i was able to sit with her they were so lovely you know we'll bring you a chair um stay i mean i think there were rules about how long it could stay but i don't think they were written in stone I never got the feeling that I was in the way or that I shouldn't have been there and that was uh, that was wonderful it would have it would have been very different and very very heartbreaking if that had not been the case.
0: You had said in the letter and part of it, which I wrote, that the staff this week were spares. I didn't see as many familiar faces. I saw people who left other jobs with H.S. to help out in the care center, and they were phenomenal. And I know that can be difficult for, for some, for some uh, residents having new people in there or, you know, even family and trying to you make sure that they're doing things right. But what does that tell you about, um, you know, those folks doing this job who are just willing to, to get over there and to help out wherever they can?
1: Well, yeah, I was just so impressed because I think most of us would think twice about going into a center that had um, COVID to that extent and you know putting everything on the line and i kept meeting you know i'm not i'm not always there on a saturday i don't always know the staff but these people would come into my mom's room and say hi it's my first day i'm a home care nurse but they needed my help so here i am and then it's happened again and the, the woman who checked her oxygen said this is my first day and i was just so impressed and also that they stopped everywhere along they stopped and introduced themselves and yeah. and then there were staff that had been there all along like i've seen um, one of the regular RNs who uh, I can't even imagine how long her shifts were. I know mm. she was calling my sister in Ontario with updates at the end of her shifts. And uh, they they also took the time to tell me about, you know, I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm going to miss your mom. I used to like going on outings with her. <laughs> um, she used to like the horses and things that I would never know. So that meant a lot to me.
0: You said in the letter, you wrote, my mom died today and I didn't make it in time to be with her, but a staff member promised me she's, she'd stay with her. And she did. I mean, that just brings tears to my yeah. t- to, to my eyes when I think about that. But I mean, that must have made you um, feel some sort of comfort in a really awful time.
1: Absolutely. And they called me early in the morning, so I had been there for an hour, so I'd met The people. So when they called at quarter to ten and said, "You know, like I don't know how far you live, but get here," she said, "I'm holding your mom's hand, and I'm going to keep holding it until you get here." And uh, that just made me feel better. There was still a rush, but I knew that my mom was, um, you know, surrounded by people that cared, and that made a lot of difference in a a really difficult time.
0: Before I let you go, is there anything else that you want um, my listeners to to know about? The staff and the care that your mom received at that care center over the past number of years.
1: Um, Well, I guess I mean I'll just reiterate that the the work they do is incredible, and I um, my sister would visit from Ontario and she works in nursing homes, and both of us were so impressed. But without making this too political, let's look at, you know, this government doesn't value our elders. And we saw that across the country. Mm. If if they're not paid, if the workers aren't paid enough that they have to work in many different centers, I mean, that was a, one of the big issues. Um, you know, with, the COVID might not have spread. So let's, you know, celebrate these staff and let's actually like really support them. So I know okay. I can't do that, but that was just, my point was just, a shout in and thank you. I see you. I see what you've done and I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, there has to be change moving forward when it comes to um the, 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 the staff and the support that they get and and uh, just the way that we treat our, our seniors in this country, yeah. certainly in these facilities. Liz, thank you for joining me this afternoon. Thank you for your thoughts and, and thank you for putting a, a voice to this. I appreciate it and again we're we're very sorry for your loss.
1: Thank you, Jalen. Again, thanks so much for having me.